0: Oh
1: 712, 7, 712, never alone. We'll sing that together.
2: I've seen the lightning flash.
1: faithful. Amen. His promises are yea and amen. He can never fail. And we rest in that. We stand on that. We walk in that. We walk in the vision. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we sing this little song Peace of God, cover me just before we go to prayer.
2: Peace of God, cover me you
3: presence, Lord. Blanketed with the peace of God that passes all understanding, O God. Where we can stand, O God, in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the trial, in the midst of temptation, O God. Know that you hold us in the palm of your hands, O God, and our strength comes from you, Father. Oh, we bless your name tonight, O God. We worship you, Father, for you are worthy of our praise, O God. There is no one like you, Lord. There is no one that can stand beside you, O Father. And we worship you tonight, O God. We lift your name, O Father. With all that is in and within us, O Father, we want to worship you, O God. Praise your holy name, Father. Oh, for you are worthy, O God. We bless your name, Lord. Thank you for your hand in our lives, Lord. For the tender hand of Jehovah, O God. Oh, that you hold all things, Lord. You've got everything in control, Father. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. We bless you, O oh, Lord. You are the healer of our broken pieces, O oh, God. You are the opener of our eyes, O oh, Father. Oh, we thank you, Father. Blessed be the name of God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We worship you, O oh, God. We just want to pause in the midst of our praise, oh God, to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you, Lord, for letting us hear your word, oh God, for opening our eyes, oh God, in this dark Laodicea, Father. Oh, you came by our way, Lord, and you shed light upon our pathway, Father. Oh God, how great you are, Father. How great you are, oh God. Thank you for this message, O God. For the light of the age, Lord. For the quickening power of the Holy Spirit working in our lives,
1: O God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Brother Gilbert O'Kello, I'd like to ask you to come up and pray with us tonight. We haven't got any written requests, but we have many needs. Many needs in our local body many needs of the Bride of Christ around the world. And we have a God that can meet every need. Come, my brother. Thank you, Lord Jesus.
4: Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you this this moment lord as the brothers prayed lord and and you're here father and as we have sung lord our hearts are looking up to you lord we 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 just we just open up all that is in us father lord this message it it is you who sent it lord it's you, Lord, who sent the vindication, Father. It is you who manifested it, Lord. And it is you who also showed us that it is your way, dear God. And Lord, you opened our eyes to see it, Father. And Lord, we submit to you and pray that that which you wanted of us, Lord, may it come to be O oh God. Oh, Jesus Christ, that you'll have full preeminence in our lives, Father. That everything that we do when we worship you, when we do our work, whatever we do, Lord, that you'll get the glory, dear Father. Lord God, as we've come now to hear your word, we pray according to your word, Lord, that you'll come and be with us, Father. May you meet Each and every one of us, Lord, at the point of our needs, Heavenly Father. And Lord, may the words that we are going to hear, may they be life in us, Lord. May they not come and just go, but Lord, may they come and stay with us to help us, Lord, in the days to come, Heavenly Father. Lord, we pray, as we remember even the ministry here, Lord, we pray for our pastor, strengthen him, Heavenly Father. We pray for the leadership of this church, Lord, that your will, Lord, will be done, Heavenly Father. And we even pray for the one who is going to minister here, dear Lord, as you've always done, Lord, once more, Heavenly Father. May you get him out of the way, and may you come through, Heavenly Father, and minister to us, Lord. Our hearts are full of anticipation, and Lord, with the authority of your word, we also want to come against all the powers of darkness, Lord, the powers that will make us doubt your word. In the name of Jesus Christ, we resist these spirits, and Satan. we face you, we are, not asshi- we, we are not afraid of you, we resist you, and we say, get out of our lives, in the name of Jesus Christ. We claim the victory that Jesus Christ has given us. We claim the power that Jesus Christ has given us. We claim all the promises that Jesus Christ has given us. Lord God, come and take control. And Satan, you have no place in our lives. We resist you. We bind you now. Leave this place in the name of Jesus Christ. Have your way, Lord. Come and take preeminence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Brother Gilbert, you can have your seats
1: tonight. Just have one quick announcement here that uh, Brother Richard Drake has written in for I believe it's for the Sunday school. We'll be starting this coming Sunday at 945 in the Fellowship Hall. All children, welcome. So that's this Sunday, correct? Yes, Amen. Amen. When we all get to heaven... We don't have to wait till we get to heaven to praise him and to worship him. We can make a joyful noise. We can have a sound of victory in the camp tonight. Amen. We're looking forward to the word. The word that is preparing us to go to that heavenly place. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, sing the
2: wondrous love of Jesus. Sing His mercy and his
5: day that's going to be. You can have your seats for a moment. First of all, I'd like to uh, personally greet a dear sister that has um, not filled her spot at the back with Sister Ruth Biscoll. Uh our Krista Bondy. Brother Murphy and I were able to see her this week. We went to Chilliwack to greet our sister Bondy. I've missed her so much. She hasn't been sitting in her seat. She celebrated her 95th birthday. So let's just thank the Lord for 95 wonderful years. She'll be on the phone hookup, and she has a bone to pick with the technicians of the church. She says, I can't hear properly on that phone hookup. So I said, we'll have to take a look at that. We'll have to take a look at that. I'll blame Michael or Darren, somebody, but not me. She was as quick as wasn't she, Brother Murphy? Just a dear saint, and you know I felt I felt really robbed. I have waited all this time to go see her and be in her home, and I said, Sister Bonnie, will you stop? Just stop. I said we came to try and be a blessing to you, but you've blessed us immensely. And what a life in Christ! What a story and what a testimony! And apparently, where's Gab? Gab, you around here somewhere? See he here. This young man is leaving us. Can you believe that? Gab, would you stand up? We want to thank you for being with us for a year. (laughs) God bless you. (laughs) British Columbia's loss and Quebec's gain. I thought there would never be a divide between Quebec and B.C., but we love you, Brother Gab, and we'll miss you dearly, and please send our love and greetings to the assembly back home, okay? Amen. Well, tonight we have a a special treat. Brother Marcus Becker from uh, Beeselberg, Germany, is here. And his dear wife is sitting down there by Sister Opie. Would you mind standing, Sister Becker? God bless you. It's nice to have you here. God bless you. And tonight, Brother Marcus is going to be ministering to us. He's associate to Brother Gert Rodewall in uh, Beeselberg. Germany, and I've, of course, we're, he's much younger than I am, but we've crossed paths or we've missed each other in life, but God has brought us together today, and he knows, of course, a lot of um, ministers that I love and, and respect dearly. Of course, Brother Gert Rode will be sure to give him our loving greetings when you return home. I know Brother Biscoe would love to have given the greetings also. So we're tonight going to be blessed in the word by Brother Marcus, and we want him to have his liberty. We want to pull on him like he's one of ours, and he is one of ours. It's just a part of our body over in Germany have come to Canada. We could say you've come home. <laughs> so without any further delay, let's all stand and welcome our precious Brother Marcus to the pulpit, and we'll just sing a little chorus that we sing, um... I <laughs> just added on it in my tip of my tongue. The uh, one that Dad loves dear. Mm? Yeah, welcome, Holy Spirit. Well, Come well. Come well. Come your prayer.
6: that god says something through me to you as i always say god can use a donkey even to speak to people god can use even a german to speak to people amen if your heart is right with god you just raise your hands and heavenly father give me an answer to a question so heavenly father we we just feel just wonderful this evening such a wonderful brotherhood how they received me and uh, thank you so much father and we feel your presence, we feel your anointing. And may you just speak deep in our hearts. May you break all problems. May you break all chains. Because you sent your word and made them well. Father, the sending of the word is much higher than just a prayer line, which is fine. Nothing against it, not at all. But here is healing by the open word, Father for our souls father taking us home father father we are so thankful for the message of the hour because we understand it comes from you father so we thank you for this evening may you bless our most noble pastor may you bless this church may you bless the church back home in beetlesburg may you bless israel father because those who bless israel they are blessed so we ask it in jesus name amen Now, while we're standing, let's open the word of the Lord. In the book of Esther, Esther chapter 2, verse 13. Chapter Esther, chapter 2, verse 13. Then thus came every maiden unto the king. Whatsoever she desired was given her to go with her out of the house of the women, Unto the king's house. And in the evening she went, and on the morrow she returned into the second house of the women, to the custody of Shahazgath, the king's chamberlain, which kept the concubines. She came into the king no more, except the king delighted in her, and that she were called by name. Now, when the turn of Esther, the daughter of Abihail, the uncle of Mordecai, Who had taken her for his daughter was come to go in unto the king. She required nothing but what Haggai the king's chamberlain, the keeper of the women appointed. And Esther obtained favor in the sight of all them that looked upon her. So Esther was taken unto king Ahasuerus into his house royal in the tenth month, which is the month of Tibet, in the seventh year of his reign." May the Lord add His blessing to the reading of His word. We may be seated. So it's a, it's a great, great joy for me. It's a great honor. It's for my first time to be here in this church. and um, having that kind of a privilege to preach to you and to open the word is a great honor. I thank very much, Brother Tom, for the nice invitation, for my precious, most noble brothers that are here. And uh, my name is Marcus Becker. I come from Germany. When I'm traveling, I always say, please don't take me as a German, huh? <laughs> just take me as a brother, as a friend, but it seems that Brother Tom has a gift to make people welcome. My pastor is Brother Rodewald and we are longtime friends for this church and uh, for many, many years and we have a big respect for the ministry of Brother Biskil, for what he did, for what he does and what he will do. And it's the same for this church, and and uh, we are we are grateful for God to God, not only for him. He's a most noble gentleman. I mean, I'm. I, I just give a little. I don't have the time. I want to go straight into the word because we said at nine will be the rapture. Okay, because tomorrow is, <laughs> tomorrow is school, but I had a I had a terrible accident years ago, and uh, we were working on that project, and we got Brother Biskul in an interview about the backside of the death of the message companion. But, but anyhow, I'm a, I'm a hillbilly from Germany. Nobody knows my name. But, but when I had that kind of an accident, Brother Biscuit was, was calling my wife. I mean, that means a lot to me, that, that somebody's caring so much for an individual over there in Germany and just asking, how is he doing, Brother Marcus? I mean, that, that showed me something, greatness of a man, really come... To the level of people and and is really interested and i'm so thankful to get acquainted with him we wish him well we wish him the very very best we wish him many many years i told my pastor last week brother geert he's now 80 uh, i said i wish you 20 more years to preach honestly because because i mean the field is so big yes. nobody is standing in another one's way no the the, the the harvest is ripe But the workers are few. So there's so much things to do. So we can encourage everyone to do his best. And uh, so thank you very much. Thank you for my most number, Brother Brother Tim, uh, Brother Murphy. Uh, We know their ministry. They are very very well respected in in Europe. And uh, thank you, Brother Tom. Uh, We know you. We never heard you preaching in in, in Europe. I wasn't there when you preached in Poland. But uh, this church still has a wonderful, wonderful reputation. And we thank God for this. And... uh, so, this night, I come directly into the subject, okay? And I would love to, to touch a subject that, I, that is dear to my heart. So, we will, not, we will not have a preaching this evening. But let's talk about our Father, okay? And, and I hope I can say one thing. The message that we believe does not come from America. It comes from the presence of God. No. Amen. This message... It's not a cult. Why should we become cultish? There's no reason. This message is not a denomination. Why should we become denominational? There's no reason. This message is not a sect. Why should we become sectarian? Um, This message is the reality of the Bible. The coming of William Branham is not an American wave. It's the fulfillment of the Bible. And 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 it brought us and brought us into our position. You have to understand. In the Garden of Eden, uh, we see how Eve came out of Adam, and nobody could explain Eve from where she came from. Now 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 Eve could have asked uh, the elephant, and could have said, "Mr. Elephant, uh, where where do I come from?" And Mr. Elephant said, "Look, I I like to be in the garden. It's wonderful, but I don't know where I'm coming from neither." There was only one person who could explain Eve, her origin. That was Adam. And there is only one person who can explain the bride where she come from and where she goes. That's, that's Christ himself. Can you say amen? So, 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 so the message that we believe, that's our father talking to us. It's just an American voice, but you must see the voice behind the voice. Now they found out that uh, the last sense, if a person dies, is the sense of hearing. And if somebody, for example, is a, is a Michael Jackson fan, as we were, we came out of the world, and we were Michael Jackson fans at, in the 80s, in the 90s. In the 80s. 90s I was converted. <laughs> but, but you say if somebody falls into a coma, and you want to bring him back, you put his favorite music on his, on his ears, and mostly he comes back because he recognizes the voice. So I told the church, if one time I will, I will fall into a coma, you know what you put on my ears, okay? And if I hear that voice, I'm coming back. It's not the voice of Brother Brennan. It's the voice behind that voice. Can you say amen? So therefore, when, when uh, that's so nice to see how Christ and the bride is one. And, 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 and the people, the church never understood God in seven church ages. For 2,000 years, we never understood God. Because because, and we tried everything. We tried Pentecostalism. It never worked. We tried Reformation. It never worked. We tried Restoration. We tried Denominationalism. Nothing worked. It made people. It, it just brought wars. It just brought uh, frustration uh, to every Christian. But the Bible says in the days of the voice of the seventh angel. The mystery. Not Mysteries. Schofield had mysteries already, but the mystery, who God is, how he thinks, what's in his back part of his mind, his nature. And I remember how Brother Biscuit said many, many years ago, there were thousands of times that Brother Branham he revealed the hearts of the people on the platform. He said, is that all true? And people said, this is all true. But this third pull revealed the heart of God to the people. And we can say, this is all true. (laughs) So when, God, so when God called a- 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 Adam in the Garden of Eden, two people came. Because Eve had no name in the beginning. Eve were part of Adam. She, didn't, she was not called even woman. She was called a helper. Adam gave her the name woman, coming out of a man. So when God called Adam, two people came. Adam and his wife. Because both were named Adam. And so the family of God has the same name in heaven and on earth. It's Christ. So this message brought us our true identity, and and the, the book of Esther is, an, is 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 a message book. Um, Jesus never mentioned Esther, never. Paul never mentioned Esther, amen. Martin Luther, according to Wikipedia, he said the book of Esther should have been thrown into the river. Because for Martin Luther, the book of Esther was too Jewish. And it was too feminish, And the name of God was not even mentioned into it. But Brother Brandon was the first messenger of all seven who takes the book of Esther. Brings it in our time. And preaches the marriage of the Lamb. And shows the book of Esther for our time. So it's so important. Not There's many people... Who find William Branham in the Bible. And that's important. But you must find yourself. This message is not for William Branham. This message is for the bride. You must find your name in the book. This is what the prophet said. Look, Christ in you makes him the center of life of the revelation. Christ's life in you makes him the center of the revelation. Christ in the Bible makes the Bible a complete revelation of Christ. Christ in you makes you the complete revelation of the whole thing. See what God's trying to do? He tries to show you your identity. Brother and sister, you will find out your destiny if you understand your origin. Your origin will determine your destiny. And so the book of Esther, it's our book, it's a lovely romance between the heavenly bridegroom and the earthly bride. Now we find out that Esther came into view that uh, after uh, Vashti was uh, refusing to come to the feast of the king. And we see how the king was searching for a new wife. No, by no mean I'm dealing this evening about marriage and divorce. Okay? By no mean. We just speak about the spiritual. It's not my place. It's not my office. not my right. I'm not dealing about anything of marriage and divorce in that story. Okay? But according, but these types, God needs a rejection to make a new beginning. Brother Graham said, the children of Israel would have gladly received the Messiah. Gladly. But he blinded their eyes. So that seven church ages come out. He had to blind Israel so that the bride, so that the church comes up. He had to blind Laodicea so that the bride can come up. He has to blind the church world so that he can go back to Israel. God knows what he does. And whenever he was now marrying a special woman, uh, Ahasuerus was king over 127 countries. And the nicest women from all these countries were now called to be a bride. But only one will be the bride. Look, the word queen is not in the Bible. David never had a queen. David had women. Solomon didn't have a queen. He had women. Jezebel was not even called a queen Jezebel. She was just called Jezebel. But Esther is the only one who has the title to be Queen Esther. Typing the bride. Typing us. It's a special time. It's a special people. You have to know who you are. And you have to know who your brother is. We are more than just me- nice message believers. We come from the mind of God. We go back to them. Brother, if we speak about the royal family of God, that's not uh, uh, Lady Diana. You know, I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm a, I hope I'm a tough man, but there are things that I'm fearing a lot. That's the dentist. Amen. So if I have to go to the dentist, I'm reading all the journals in between of five minutes. I have them read all because I fear the dentist. And every, all these journals about women, women's journals, they have uh, special pages about the royals. Let's hear something about the royals. And they're always searching, where is now Marcus Becker? Where, where is not this? But he's never discovered Marcus Becker. But on this earth, we are just simple, simple people. But in us, amen, is something that comes from God. So, so that king, he's now searching for his bride. And the nicest women come, Miss Egypt, Miss Persia, Miss Jordania. Everybody was now searched by the hunters to bring the bride or the next queen to the king. So here starts our story with a young Jewish girl. And the Bible says, now in Shushan, the place there was a certain Jew whose name was Mordecai, a son of Jair, the son of Shimei, the son of Kish, a Benjamite, who had been carried away from Jerusalem with the captivity, which he had carried away with Jeconiah king of Judah, whom Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, had carried away. And he brought up Hadassah, that is Esther, his uncle's daughter, for she had neither father nor mother, and the maid was fair and beautiful, who Mordecai, when her father and mother were dead, took for his own daughter. So we have to recognize two things. That girl has two names. One is Esther. Amen. That means star. And one is Hadassah. That means myrrh or bride. There's different translation. You have to understand one thing. On your passport, you have a Canadian name. That's your Canadian identity. That's just in that little tent that we live in for 70 years. But we have another identity. Because we have a representation from from the mind of God right there. That's our true identity. We just live in a tent. That's what Paul says in the book of Corinthians. He said, said, uh, uh, if this earthly tabernacle will be dissolved... We have a building from God. And that was Brother Branham. He said, that is our theophany. Yes, amen. It's not just built five minutes before you die. It's eternal amen. in the heavens. Amen. amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That was Brother Branham explained. That is our theophany. So we live just in a tent for 70, 80 or more years. I, therefore, I said, this is the fulfillment of the tent vision. <laughs> because who was the first one who had a tent vision? That was Moses amen and he built up the tabernacle according to the vision that he had and brother bram said that represents a human being here we go we just live in a tent but we are not that tent brother i'm not a man with a soul i'm a soul living in a man i am the soul i'm not the outward man can you say amen so i said if you only would know me i'm a very sympathetic type of a person honestly If you would know me, you would love me directly. But I live in a tent and I'm standing in my own way. I have my little complexes and I have my little hard times. I have my genes and I have my influences. I have my good days. My psyche is in good shape and I have my bad days. My psyche is in bad shape, but it has nothing to do with the inner man. Nothing. I'm the inner man. Amen. Can you say amen? And then we find out that this young girl, she had no father, and she had no mother. And this reminds us to Melchizedek. He had no father, and he had no mother. And we will explain a little thing like this. And I asked uh, that uh, if the technicians could show us two, three scriptures. Amen. I will, I will go through it fast to keep my word, because Brother Bram said a man is as good as his word. <laughs> Does the church see? Amen. Amen. Now here we are in the 4th century. I'm just waiting. Here we are in the 4th century. Here we will be in the 4th century. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. We are in the 4th century. And this is the Roman Empire. It has two sides. Okay, it has two parts, eastern part and western part. So, now, as uh, we have now two major emperors by the name of Caesars, and uh, both of them think I'm the only purple on the beach, so there cannot be two. This is a typical western saloon, okay? There cannot be two of us here, okay? There will be a shootout soon. (laughs) So, here we have... uh, King Constantine and he starts a war against Marxentius. Uh God is orchestrating all these things because he is now protecting a new sect by the name of Christians Okay, and he wants to spread this Christian church so we have that kind of fight at the bridge of Milavia, it's in Italian it's near Rome and God is leading Constantine Constantine is an unbeliever. He is, he's not interested in religion. He is an emperor. He is a, he's a dealmaker. He's a Mr. Trump. I mean, for him, has a tremendous, fantastic, I mean, however it is. But he's not a spiritual person. But God uses people. I mean, so, so God appears to Mr. Constantine... And he sees, according to the legend, he sees some say in the night, some say during the day. He sees a cross over the sun, that makes sense for him because he's believing the sun god Zol Invictus anyhow. And what happens? He hears these words in hoc signo vinces, and we old people from Latin we know directly what it means. You can say amen before I'm translating it. He says, in this sign, you will win. So he puts this sign right on the shield of every soldier, and he wins. So what happens for Mr. Constantine, it becomes obvious that this God is a victorious God. I don't know you, but I serve you because it seems to make battles with you make sense because you gave me the victory via a vision right before we had any kind of a war. Hmm? So he becomes Christian, and he... Now wants to make Christianity become a state religion. Okay, he, he, he was never converted, or at the end of his life. But now he makes Christianity a state a state religion without understanding the doctrine. Now the doctrine of the church at that time, there were two major schools, and uh, there's a reason why I say in the in the book of Esther. Because there was a debate between the eastern part and the western part. Between who was Jesus? Was he a human being adopted by God? Or was he divine? The same question is asked the bride today. Is she just a church? Let me call upgraded. Or is she part of God? It's a big question. There's a big difference between the church and the bride. The covenant is different between both. Amen. Therefore, you... you, you, Amen. Now, who was Jesus? The thing is clear. We have two big schools, and we have the school of... I just wrote it down. We have this school which says, Shema Israel, your God is only one God. And uh, that's what they believe, but they read in the scriptures of their time, this is my beloved son. So it seems God has a son. So they ask the question, is Jesus as a son adopted? But then Jesus said, before Abraham was, I am. So he must be God. And Paul said he is the image of the living God. But then Jesus is at the cross and he says, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And that was the argument for the others. He cannot be God. How can God forsake God? So um, Jesus even prays, you alone are God. So that makes it clear. Jesus was just a man chosen. So we have the two schools. Jesus was a human being adopted or a model or he was divine. The question is, is Jesus creation or is he... Burst. You have to understand one thing. Now here comes Constantine, and he wants to make Christianity to become state religion. But and he has some bishops at that time, and these bishops must now explain the doctrine to all these devil worshippers that were in Roman before, all these false worshippers. But how can you explain a doctrine that you don't understand yourself? It doesn't make much sense if one says... uh, and and So so Constantine said, Look, brothers, uh, honestly, uh, we bring you to the Nicene Council. And when you come out from here, you have a decision. This or that. I'm not interested in the doctrine. But you come out with one doctrinal stand. So we can make it a state religion. That was the purpose of the Nicene Council. They call it the, the, the debate of Arianos, okay? But behind it is a very deep thought. There is a big difference between a creation and a birth. Right. Huh? Because I was creating a lot of things in my life, but I gave only birth to one daughter. If I'm creating something, I'm making a book, The book is not part of me. But if I'm giving birth to my daughter, part of me is in her. Our two natures, our our two beings come together. The Greek word was homoousios. Is Jesus the same being like God? Or is he just a man? Okay? That's so important. And you have to know for yourself: am I created or am I birthed of God? Amen. Your your origin will determine your destiny. Amen. 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 So it makes and even only the prophet could bring us to these kind of thoughts. So they were they found out, that was the common sense, that Jesus was not created, but he was divine. Okay? Now further, they understood, okay, if the Father is divine and Jesus is divine, then the Holy Spirit must be divine. And that was the beginning of the Trinity doctrine. And it's so hard to fight against it unless you have a clear understanding. Amen. What the prophet said, Jesus was totally man and totally God. Amen. Can you say amen? amen. But, but here he comes now to the bride and we see what Brother Bram said. Next time, next, next, next verse, please. So he was first God, Jehovah, and out of him, let's just picture now as little drama so you can get it. Let's see coming out of space where there is nothing. Let's make it a little white light, like a mystic light, like a halo. And that was the logos that went out of God in the beginning. That was the Son of God that came out of the bosom of the Father. That was what was in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. In the beginning was God, and then out of God came the Logos, a part of God that went out of God. So this is just a background for the story of Esther. It's not a doctrinal teaching on Wednesday evening. Don't fear nothing. And I don't have the balance to go into all the aspects. But one thing is sure. If we believe what Brother Bram said, that the person of Jesus was Melchizedek in the Old Testament. Right. Right. Exactly so. Then uh, from where does Melchizedek come? He comes from the pillar of fire. Right. Um, and where does the pillar of fire come out? It comes out of God directly. Right. Right. Can you say amen? Right. Now, now, and when Brother Bram said the bride was in Christ. She is bone of his flow, bone. Flesh of his flesh. That means I was in Christ at Calvary. But when I was in Christ, what form ever? We are not debating. What form ever? I cannot explain. I will not, but, what, but let's read for the prophet. That if I was in Christ, then I was in Melchizedek. Not as Marcus Becker from Germany, but the word part. And if I was in Melchizedek, amen, then I was in the pillar of fire. And when I was in the pit of fire, I was in God. Therefore, Paul says, those who sanctify and those who are sanctified come from one. Therefore, he is not ashamed to call them brothers. That's what the Bible says. Amen. Therefore, we do not become seed of God by the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But we were seeds. And therefore, we must receive the Holy Ghost. Can you Therefore we don't have to force people into it. The seed in us will draw us into the true baptism of the Holy Ghost. Therefore we don't have to work on emotion. We don't have to work on fear. Preach the word and the word will recognize the word again. Can you say amen? Amen. So therefore this is not a, the teaching is much bigger. This is just to understand Esther had no father and she had no mother. She was a special person because she's typing the bride next one please so he is omniscient that's what the prophet is. he has never had a new thought about anything because all his thoughts he has always had and always will have and knows the end from the beginning because he is God thus the thoughts of God are eternal they are real they are not simply like a man with a blueprint he has drawn up Which one day was, will be translated into substance and form But they are already real and eternal and part of God Blessed be. So, so God didn't just only think Thoughts of God are materialized What form ever But we come from God the, Only the bride can say because we were in Christ Amen. And still there is the call. Whosoever will, let him come. There's no, there's no, there's, there, there, uh, it's no contradiction at all. but the bride is predestinated to see it. The bride has a calling. You see, Brother Margaret, is this in the Bible? what Brother Abraham said? B- uh, uh, David said in the Psalms, "He even placed eternity in our hearts. There's only one who is eternal, that's God. When we were born, we had already a calling. Brother Bannon was not chosen. God didn't come and said, who will be the seventh messenger? Let us do. He was born. Yes. for his. P- and I tell you, the bride is born yes. to see the light, to take a stand, to become the revelation of Christ. Amen. The only one who will hold you up is you standing in your own way. Can you say amen? Yes. That's so important to see that, that in our life, God has always the last word. God has a plan for His bride. I'm, make the last one, amen. And here we see some 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 sympathetic Germans that were uh, on the Nuremberg trials. They were they were they were um, they were hanged, and there were eleven sentences to hang, but one took his life, Hermann Goering. So there were ten main directors of the Holocaust that were hung. Typing ten sons of Haman that were hung in the, t- in the days of Esther. One of them on the gallow. It was these nice American friends who said it was a pleasure. There's a quote. He said it was a pleasure for me to hang these men. <laughs> what can we do? Amen. They, they deserved it. They deserved it. Amen. And one on the gallow, he said this. He said, Purim Feast, 1946, the revenge of Esther. That's what he said. So they have understanding that the Bible is always repeating itself. Amen. Do we understand that God has a plan? Hallelujah. That God has everything in control? Yes. My Father is controlling everything. Amen. Can you say amen? amen? So we are not, we, 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 we don't, we're not here by random. You see, this is just an illustration that I heard many, many years ago. But it's just an illustration, not a doctrinal thing. But God, before the foundation of the world, made a picture of his family. And here we were. (laughs) Not arrogant. Because Brother Bram said, if you want to continue with God, never have an arrogant spirit around you. (laughs) Never have. What we are, we are arrogant. But what we are, we are proud of our father. Brother, we are proud of the message of the hour. Yes. We, are of our, we are proud of Calvary. Yes. We are proud of Jesus Christ. Yes. I'm not ashamed. Yes. So here was the family of God. And God made a picture. Because Brother Bram said, God made a picture in your life at, at, the, at its best. And we say that was when I was 20. But what if you are 20 and you are in a wheelchair? Is it the best? God made a picture in his mind. Long before his family. Amen. And then he took our souls. It's just an illustration. And throwed it in seven church ages. On seven countries. Some in Luther's time. Some in Paul's time. Some in William Brandon's time. And God knows one time. When time will be over. The family of God will be all together. Nobody is missing. And he knows one thing. My sheep will hear my voice. Amen. amen. What voice? The voice of the message for their day. Yes. Can you say amen? amen? And and Brother Brian was the only messenger who could say this thing: God is not complete anymore without you. Yes. Who could tell this? Who could tell this? God cannot forget us. Therefore, it's so 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 wonderful to see we have a father that takes care of us. Amen. Can you say amen? amen? So we see that the time comes that Esther was brought into the, into the palace. She comes under the care of Hegai. And let's be honest with one another. All the girls thought that I need what we say a unique feature. You see? I mean, here is Miss America and here is Miss Canada. Okay, not at that time, but Miss... Egypt, Miss Iran, Miss Iraq, Miss, the nicest. And they wanted to impress the king. So one was, wanted to have that kind of earrings and one wanted to have that kind of a bikini and whatever. That's what it is. That's what it is. But Esther did not ask anything unless that that hagai hey suggested her. Brother, we have to understand one thing. There are certain things in this message that Brother Branham said that people say that was Brother Branham's opinion about modesty in the church, about having no television, all these things. I said, Look, Brother Branham was so close to the presence of God that he gave us good advices. Because he, he guy, was the one who knew the taste of the king. Now, when these girls came and said, oh, I'm, I'm meeting the king this evening, Hegai could say, forget it. The king searches character. You see? And Esther was wise enough to listen to Hegai. Brother, brother, sister, I tell you, one, tell you one thing. We can be wrong in our doctrine. And we can be wrong in our approach, whatever. We can be wrong as wrong. But if our heart is right, God will bring us on the right way. Um, if, if we have a teachable heart, God will be able to bring us in the, in the right position. Can you say amen? amen. Definitely so. So what happens is, 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 here comes Esther. And she is brought into the palace of the king on the tenth month of the seventh year. <laughs> now, tenth seventh always reminds us. Whenever, whenever the bride was, was presented... To the king, it was a main servant. Amen. That presented. Take the story of Ruth. Here comes Boaz. Ask who is that maiden? And 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 the main servant of Boaz presented Ruth to Boaz and Boaz to Ruth. Take take the book of Eliezer or, or, or take Eliezer. Amen. And Eliezer was, 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 was just... Uh, uh, it was a supernatural thing in, in the time of Eliezer. Because Eliezer said, Look, if a, if a woman would come and I ask her to give my camels to drink or give me to drink, and if she would say that, uh, that, that I will give you and your camels, then I know it's her. And so what Eliezer did... He came to that woman and says, Bring me a drink. Okay. And that woman said, and he, he, he left the second part of his revelation. He didn't, he didn't even mention it. But when, but when Rebecca said, I will give you to drink, and now this was now social gospel to be nice. But now here's a supernatural part Will she kept catch my revelation that I have in my mind? And when Esther said, I give your camels to drink, amen. Amen. Eliezer knew one thing this comes from God. Amen. Because it was just hidden in my mind. But now she's revealing my own heart. Can you say amen? amen. And Brother Bram said, Eliezer, uh, 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 the, the angel of the Lord was beating Eliezer for half an hour. What did he do? Giving revelation to that young girl, to Rebecca. Therefore, we understand that Brother Bram said we shouldn't come on the last minutes to, into church. We should come early enough. I remember because it's because every church service is a divine appointment. It's not uh, who's speaking. Marcus is talking. Let Marcus talk. But sometimes I, sometime I say in a prayer, uh, in, in, in a preaching, one sentence comes directly from God. And a young person came to me and said, Brother Marcus, why don't you just say one sentence and it's shorter? <laughs> I said, I don't know what sentence is the sentence. <laughs> so I have to talk for two hours. But, but you understand, you have, when you come to church, you have to count on God. I was young in the, in the church in <laughs> and There were two youngsters that came like this into the Sunday school. <laughs> And I was wondering who the parents were. But I found out who the parents were. Because after some time, there were a couple coming to the sanctuary. <laughs> Brothers sisters, we have to understand, our children will come like we come. They will learn it from us. All the attitudes. If, if we always come too late, they will learn these things. And it's not helpful. Teach them respect God. Honor the words. I mean, sometimes you go into a home, person's home, the Bible lays on the floor. I don't believe too much in those things. We should honor these things. Can you say amen? amen? So here it is. So so I'm 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 just following the, the, the inspiration. I will not come through anyhow. But uh, any Niner is the rapture. But look, here is now. Here is now. Here is now. Uh, 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 Rebecca and we have Eliezer. Now now in the evening time. That is what Brother Murphy was preaching in our place. In the evening time. Now when we when when Eliezer when when Rebecca met Isaac. You have to understand that the ministry of Eliezer was over. Amen. So once the bride sees the bridegroom, the ministry of the messenger is over. Not the message, but the life of the messenger. Therefore, Brother Branham never preached his life story after the opening of the seal. Never anymore, because this is not the time of the messenger anymore. Brother, sometimes we are, we are too long on the way. And sometimes there's people, they, uh, uh, we make a tent mission, and a person says, you know, uh, that thing of the gospel and Jesus Christ is just fake. And brother, we came out of the world. I heard the voice of God audibly in the discotheque, come out of here. Oh, amen. We, we did not know Bible, we did not know nothing, but we were called out of the things. So if a person comes to me like this, I said, honestly, brother, you come too late. You're too late. Too late. And 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 people say, look in this message, there's this, there's this. I say, brother, it's too late. I mean, we saw the effect of the message. I mean, It's too late to discuss if there were 13 or 14 people on that bridge. I mean, it's not interested. This not interested in, because one thing is sure: we are not in the time of the man William Branham anymore. But it went from the prophet prophet to the prophecy, from the messenger to the message. Can you say amen? This is the time where the bride finds her position. Brother Brandon found his position already. But this message brings us exactly where we should go. But look at this. That is the problem. Honest people. Good people. But sometimes (laughs) they have a problem in marriage. Instead of marrying Isaac, which is the word, they're trying to marry Eliezer. <laughs> but Eliezer doesn't want to be married. Eliezer, look, at the end of the church, book Brother Bram said, I never tried anyone to follow me to come to my church, but I want to see a, 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 a relationship established between God and man. Amen. But too much people, they want to follow Eliezer. And they want to marry Eliezer. And Eliezer says, I'm not for marry. You have to marry Christ, which is the words. Can you say amen? amen. That's how the, bro- the prophet said, if a man writes a love letter to his wife, okay? Uh, <laughs> and here's the postman. And he gives the love letter. <laughs> you see, and, 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 and here she opens. the postman comes and says, ah, Mr. Postman, let me give you... <laughs> Not so. She says, thank you, Mr. Postman. God bless you. But she will embrace the man who wrote the letter. And you have to understand, the message does not come from Brother Branham. It comes from God. It's for his children, for his rights. Therefore, we are not Branhamites. We're not Branhamites. But we understood who this messenger was. As every father is the head of his own home, every pastor is the head of the local church. The messenger is the head of the church age. Therefore, there will be a people in the land who will be the last voice for the last age under their messenger. But Christ is the head of all all messengers. I had a preaching about about the contradiction of 1977. I even thought to preach it this evening, but I was led in another way. How How God doesn't make mistakes. He said, and, and, and I was asked the question, Brother Marcus, does somebody have a right to correct the prophet? I said, yes, God has. God, has, God is the final authority. We can correct whoever he wants. Can you say amen? amen? But we cannot correct a prophetic message. But he, he is the head of all things. Okay, therefore, you could correct Nathan. Amen. Nathan said, go on, David, do whatever. And God said, no, no. You see, God has a right. God is the final authority. Every church-age messenger is the head of a church-age. But Christ is the head of all seven messengers. Amen. Definitely so. So we find out, and, 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 and here comes... We cannot be naive about that. And we don't talk about moral, okay? We believe in moral, but this is a book where, is a, where a worldly king is. And he takes these girls for one night. And the next day he sends them into the house of the concubines. And whatever happens is, is if he likes them, he takes them. And you understand as adults what that means. Okay. Hmm. But here's what that, what Brother Bram said in the message, the marriage of the Lamb. He said, now it came to the time of Esther. And you must understand one thing, how God loves the bride. You say, I love Jesus, but more Jesus loves you. Not some, I'm a disciple, I follow. He loves your personality. So the day came, the tenth month, the seventh year, introduced by the messenger, here comes Esther. And I can imagine that the king was sitting on his chair, and he thinks, okay, who, who comes now? Miss, miss so-and-so, miss so-and-so, let the next girl, girly, come. Amen. But when Esther came through the door, the king was finished. Amen. And, and, and Brother Bram said this, Esther refused to be adorned with earthly things like earrings and all these kind of, she refused these things. But the prophet said, she was adorned with the Holy Spirit. Amen. And the, I, I can see King Ahasuerus when Esther came into the room. Because if you have the Holy Spirit, there is an atmosphere that goes along with you. Amen. It's, it's an atmosphere that reigns in your home. It's more than just, I have a message book. I have a, I, I have a wallpaper of Brother Branham. It's, it needs more than this. Amen. Amen. Here comes Esther, and here comes a woman with a special caliber. Brother Bram speaks about about, about, uh, uh, the widow of of, of Sarepta. He said this. She said she had the same caliber like the prophet Elijah. That means the bride has the caliber of William Branham. Not the ministry, but the caliber. That's how God sees her. That gives you your dignity. If you're a minister or no minister, you have to understand one thing. I have a father. And my father is a great man in the other dimension. He's the owner of all seven dimensions. Therefore, once you understand who you are, you start dressing yourself the right way. Every woman who dresses herself sexy shows she did not understand anything. She doesn't have, she, she understood nothing. The boy the same way. I remember, I know that I'm, 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 I'm repeating myself, but when we were in the world, I was a fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> and I was a small boy, so I started bodybuilding. I remember years ago, I, I, saw, I saw Schwarzenegger in a film, and he was just using his breast muscle. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> so I started bodybuilding, and I went before the mirror. Now, I want to tell all the boys, everything that you see here was here. <laughs> it, w- it was just a changing of dispensation. <laughs> so you can make your work out, but don't invest too much time. Okay? But, but I remember, we, <laughs> I made my body, be- went before the mirror, but nothing was moving. <laughs> that, that was so. Yeah. But we were walking Look, I I was an extreme skinny boy and I had extreme big jackets on. So when we were walking, we were walking like John Wayne who came directly from his horse. But brother, when when God found us, we came to ourselves. Every person who puts too much emphasis on the outsides shows something is missing on the inside. Boy or girl. Every woman who dresses herself sexy, she's no. you she can see she, you didn't understand the message. Not at all. Because once you find your satisfying portion, say, Brother Marcus, I will not get a boy. I tell you one thing, the Holy Ghost makes you sympathetic. The Holy Ghost, even if you don't have 90, 60, 90, the Holy Ghost makes you Attractive. And every young boy who has the Holy Spirit loves a girl with the Holy Spirit. Brother Bram said that was, she adorned herself with that Holy Spirit. That convinced the king. Brother, denominations think they are bright because they can sing. Or there are many, but God is not impressed by nothing. Take for example, you take Jimmy Swigert, the golden voice. Jesus. (laughs) And they call him the golden voice. Brother, what we need is a golden heart. You think God is impressed by good singing when all the angels can sing? Do do, Do you believe God is impressed because we can preach deep things? He is the fountain of all wisdom. But what can impress God? A humble heart. Giving God your place. And say, Heavenly Father, I'm so honored to be part of the family of God. Use me for your glory. And even if I'm a housewife, let me shine in a dark world. Can you say amen? Blessed be the name of the Lord. So she comes in and that king, he was finished. He matched someone on on the same level. The Holy Ghost changed us. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm finishing Finishing. Not finishing, but I'm finishing uh, according to the right thing. But look at this. We could now say many things because the book of Esther is our book. Can you see how Esther became an intercessor for their people? Do you understand we have an intercessor? Sure, but the bride is an intercessor too. Sure, sure. Because as long as we are here, the judgment will never... Your existence is the intercession already. And still we have an intercession. It's not a contradiction at all. But look. She's now interceding for her own people. And she is inviting Haman and the king coming to her home. And in the first night when both came, in the the story of Esther, that was the first time that the king left his palace and came into the palace of Esther. He changed. He came to us. Amen. Amen. Haman was accepted. Haman was, was part of the church. And Haman was as blessed as Esther. But the moment he put his hand on Esther, oh Amen, that was the time when the king came on the scene. And Brother Bram said, There's two wines, and God let them grow both. Both are blessed, both confess to be children of God. But the moment comes when they attract the bride that is the moment when God comes on the scene. Amen. So, so King, 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 uh, King Ahasuerus said, Esther, I'm still so much in love. Ask even for the half of my kingdom. You have to understand, love is not a feeling. Love is a substance. And we understand that capstone, that love is a person. Christ, for our time. Amen. So, so Esther said, great king, if you would come tomorrow again. And I was reading the story of Esther. I said, Esther, why did you use that opportunity? But God doesn't make mistakes. Right. So Esther was called, or the king and Haman, the next day to come into the house of Esther. But what happened in between? The king couldn't sleep. I mean, he had a jet lag from his last travel. <laughs> Couldn't sleep. So he asked, is there any kind of books of good deeds of my brothers and sisters? Exactly so. And what happened in the night? Um, according to the Bible, the book was open. And it showed who is who. Who is on the side of the king and who is, who is on that side. Between the first coming of the king... And the second coming of the king, the book was opened, revealing the true identity. Can you say amen? What happened in our time? You're not bright because you're better, you're bright because you were in the mind of God, right? And God is not, God will not just think, let me say today, okay, and who will be bright in in, in Vancouver? Bible way. There's only place for maybe, maybe half. Only if you're nice to Brother Marcus, okay? Then you're bright. And you pay your tithing. What what is our impression with the bride? But you have to understand one thing. All the family of God will be there. There will be nobody missing. And if you weren't in the beginning, Brother Ramsey, there's no way to go there. You get eternal life. Yes, sir. There's many people. But to come back as a redemption, redemption means bring back to its original condition. Can you say Amen. So no matter, no way, a person says, Brother Marcus, I do not know if I make it. No. Therefore, Brother Braham said in rising of the sun, he said, quickening power brought me behind the curtain of time, and I saw all of you there. You can, make a, you, you can make a doctrine, but we're not making a doctrine. But we just say, look, when God saw me already there, I'm, I will be there. Amen. How do you make it, Brother Marcus? By God's grace. How do you make it by God's grace? Amen. Can you say amen? amen. Let, me, let me finish by this. Amen. Because, because it's very, very perfect. If the musicians would come, I'm an 855. Man, this is German precision, huh? This is, this is, this is exactly. So. I'm, I'm astonished myself, but I'm, I, I, I stop anyhow. But look what I want to say. Amen. Amen. Instead of fin- con- continuing with, with, with Esther, look the difference. Of people, there's so much people frustrated in this message because they don't know if they make the rapture. And you have to understand the Lord is the rapture. I mean, the resurrection was an event, but was a person. Jesus said, I am the resurrection. The rapture is an event, but is a person. The bride is the rapture. He in her, not she in her own strength. But the Bible says, As it was in the days of Sodom, so shall it be at the coming of the Son of Man. And we always know what Brother Branham did, but but look the supernatural part. Here comes the revealing of the thoughts to to Sarah. And Sarah was laughing. We know that story. Hundreds and hundreds of times it was preached by Brother Branham. And she was just laughing in her heart. And God says, Why did Sarah laugh? And Sarah said, I, I say my own words. <laughs> Look, that thing with the rapture. If you would know my condition and my family problems and, 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 and uh, my frustrations and my complexes, I will never make it. And God does not discuss with her. God speaks about himself. He said, is there anything too hard for the Lord? God didn't say, hey, come on, let's make a, a face-building-up program. God speaks of him. Sarah speaks of herself. God speaks of him. Amen. Brother Bram said that was the difference between the twelve, the, the ten uh, spies and the two. Okay. They all came back and said, this country is a wonderful country, but we don't make it. We cannot make it. The enemy is too big and the walls are too big. And Brother Bram said this in one in a million. He said, "He said, but there were two, two spies. They remembered what God says. He said, hey, gentlemen. We know about the enemy, but God says when you come into that country, you will, you will, you will, you will have the Passover feast. I mean, God speaks already when you will come. Not if you will make it. He said you will go in and you make it. And, 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 and the two said, Joshua and Caleb said, we don't know how we make but God said we make it. See that? Where this message brought us to. Um, we look to ourselves, God looks to Him. Amen. Yeah. Therefore, every revival has their songs, no matter that we sing only belief. Because we, our trust must be in God, yeah. not our own ability. Yeah. Um, here, comes, here comes God down, and He speaks to, to that coward uh, by the name of Gideon. Gideon, mighty man who makes the rapture. Gideon says, oh, if, if, if God would be with us, where are all the miracles? You see, and that angel does not discuss with Gideon. Oh, don't you see? Oh, no, 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 don't say it like this. Uh, last month we had this. and two. No, he, just go in your strength, man. Right. Right. Amen. Yeah. Amen. We have to talk God's language. Yeah. Yeah. Now, oh, God's language. Amen. Brother Marcus, are you, are you not arrogant to say that God will bring me into the rapture? I will tell you one thing, if you don't believe that God will make it for you, in you, with you, not against you, in you, with you, if you don't believe it, you don't believe in Calvary, because Calvary, he paid your price without asking anyone, he just did it for his children, the same God will bring me home, can you say amen, 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 Amen. all praise to God, hey, it, it was a, it was it was a pleasure for me. I had no notes, no, honestly. But I was preaching so often already that, that I know it's. Behind. No, no, that was a joke. But no, no, <laughs> no. Sometimes I'm preaching, especially when I'm somewhere new, that people learn a little bit. But look, this is a believing church. I can tell you this. As a guest minister, I can tell you this. for Wednesday evening. This is a believing church. My honest compliment. I can just say shalom. May God bless you. We have a wonderful father. With my great honor to talk about together with people with the same vision. Maybe we sing that song, I have a father. Is that fine for you? Yeah. And, and really from my heart, God bless you richly. And uh, thank you for the ministers. I to just that uh, I could bring my version of it. Everything that has to be put in place, you do it later. But <laughs> put it to my ignorance. <laughs> but what I, I'd say many times, look, we had again a, a weak preacher. we have a great father this message brought heart and soul to the bible legalism will never make it amen but what does it make you have to understand your father once you understand who he is therefore he preaches Christ is the mystery of God revealed God shows us how he thinks what was hidden in 2000 years How he is a father. Now you become a friend. You become a brother. Amen. You become a helper. You become somebody who makes life easier for your neighbor. And says, hey, God gave me much grace. Amen. There's enough grace for you the same way. Amen. I have a father.
0: we yeah.
5: Did you love that? Yeah. Amen. Thank you, brother. Yeah. My, 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 my! I love that. You, you know, when I was a little boy, they had this little nursery rhyme: "Here I go gathering nuggets in May." I don't know if they ever. No, I'm too old. But it's, does anybody know that one? Just help me out. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> and, you know, here I, you're gathering golden nuggets statement after statement after statement. And I want our dear, precious brother Marcus to know we've been blessed tonight. We've been blessed. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you, you know what I enjoy it he just landed from Germany and I know what it is to do that kind of travel and I know what it is to try and keep your thoughts together and, and I just thought that was a masterpiece can't you see why I'm happy I've accepted the word of the Lord amen let's just sing that before we close we might as well rejoice so you're gonna be out of here in ten minutes, and you're gonna get back into your own problems. I say, let's rejoice in the house of God. Amen. The time is nine oh four. Rapture is past. <laughs> can't you? Can't you see? It is Lord to know Lord you in the power of your resurrection To Lord to see a man of God Lord shut in with God to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ Truly this is the mercies of our Lord Jesus Lord that you would bring our dear precious brother all the way from Germany on a Wednesday evening Many of us not even realizing what will be spoken tonight But as you said, it would just be one sentence. But I say there was sentence after sentence, statement after statement. It was the word of the Lord. And so, Lord, I pray you'll be with your children as they travel back to their homes. Let them go rejoicing, Lord. We have a right to shout. We have a right to sing. We have a right to rejoice in the goodness of God. And so, Father God, I pray you'll bless our our dear brother Marcus, Lord. Wherever he goes, may the Holy Ghost lead him. Use him. Anoint him. Father God, watch over the family as they travel. Jesus, we just love you. We love the body of Christ. We love every member. And we're thankful that you brought. Brother and sister, Beck are here to be with us this evening. We are rejoicing people in the goodness of God. So we ask that your grace go with us, Lord, that the blessings of God would rest upon us. Be with our beloved pastor tonight, Lord. We love him dearly, man of God. Lord, I just pray that you'll be a strengthened portion. Lord, if he's hurting in any way, be his strength, Lord. Upgird him, strengthen him. Lord God, we love him dearly. We pray that you'll bless Sister Ruth. Pray, God, that the glory of God that is in this little meeting may come into their little room tonight. We ask it in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Well, I, I have to sing victory, victory, victory's mine, victory's mine. Look out, Haman, you're dead. We got that picture. Huh? He's hung on the gallows. Don't touch this little bride. No, sir. You touch us, you're doomed. And let me tell him. I let him tell him. I'll tell you tonight, devil. You're doomed. Amen. Victory. When I woke this morning,
2: I didn't have no doubt.
5: seeing who you were in the word amen and that brings victory saints that doesn't bring it down to a little church and my goodness we barely are gonna make it make it we've already made it we're already on the other side singing shouting the victory victory is mine Say it one more time. And peace today in mine, mine, mine. Hallelujah. And feel any better. We're gonna start dancing and singing. Well, God bless you. For your pulling on the word tonight. I'm sure Brother Marcus appreciated it. I sure did. I loved it. And may the Lord Jesus bless you and give you a blessed week. And Lord willing, if we're not raptured, I thought for sure, not for sure, we're in it, saints. We're in it. And just it's remember, Brother Ram said. I was just listening the other day. He said it's it's more than just a twinkling of an eye. He says it's just it's faster than that. And so you know you're going to look at me one day and say, Wow, look at that rapture. So you might as well look at one another and just say rapture. Amen. You're That's what we are. We're rapturing. Amen. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.